Hey, uh... Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Huh. You brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockman here, Tillery Power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends at Water Scrapio for sponsoring this week's episode. Bunch of, bunch of angels. I want to apologize to everyone watching live. Uh, we were 38 seconds late today, and... Um, I just, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Dean blamed it on me because he said I didn't send him the link. But the thing is, the show started at 8:30 for like two years. So yeah, and I'm I mean, waiting regardless. for the link. No, no, no. Real quick, I'm like, no, 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 sitting no, no, here no. waiting for the link, and he sends it to me. I was like, okay, I'll be right there. Yes. And then he's like, hurry up, you got 40 seconds. I'm like, you just sent me the link. That's your fault. Like, how is that my me. fault? How is I don't understand how that's my fault. Because I'm just sitting waiting. You didn't. For the you link. didn't take the prerogative to say the initiative to say, "Hey, because is everything going okay? Because, Can I do anything for you?" Because How is the show sheet the coming along? Every week, like I haven't. I'm just even, waiting. I haven't seen the slides this whole. I don't month. need to see the slides. I know what the show is going to be about. What's the show going to be about today, Dean? I'm in the show sheet, man. I already know what it's going to be about. You know the order it's going to be in. Yeah, actually, I do know what the order it's going to be in. What a guy. You want me Danny to ruin says, it for everybody? Danny <laughs> says, Dean, don't make me talk about the thing you said I can't talk about. I'll do it. Do it right now. No, I'm just kidding. Dean says, uh, or Danny says, I feel a quit the show coming on. Dean, it's a big night tonight. We have we have a fantastic show. We actually have news for the first time in a long time. It is our four-year friend anniversary. Yeah. And also, shout out to my wife. It's our eight-year anniversary. So that's like two amazing events happened at this day uh, in my life. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, no, it's, a year... it's a dating anniversary, not a okay. marriage anniversary. Yeah, because I didn't get invited to the wedding, so I don't really know when that was. Well, you know, there's always uh, the renewal of the vows, Dean, and I'll be sure you get an invitation. <laughs> you know, it's wild. It does not. Honestly, it does not feel like it was four years ago. It is wild. That means you've been friends. I need some quotes from you, though, for the for the book, Dean. Yeah, I need some quotes for you. Baba Booey. Anyways, Dean, before we get into this jam-packed show, let's get into the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, are you ready? Yes. It's new this week. Oh, God damn it. That's so fucking crispy, dude. Okay, well, what'd you get new this week? So I actually had a good week. Uh, first off, we'll start off not with the strongest, but... Yeah. I got Rocket in six-scale endgame Rocket. Uh-huh. fucking fantastic everything i hoped it'd be the outfit super cool yeah um good articulation i mean it's rocket like what more can you want um 
I think a second head sculpt would have been better instead of the gauntlet because yeah, he holds the gauntlet. Does he even ever hold the gauntlet? I think he. Maybe I think like he runs with head? it. Yeah, just for a minute or two in the movie. Um. Yeah, the gauntlet's kind of useless, so I just left it in the box. But Rocket is amazing. He's so cool. I love this rock. The look for Rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, he came all the way from China. Tim sent over in China, I believe. Yeah. Um, super fast. It was like 10 days. Yeah, it's not bad. Real quick, Dean, before we get into the second one, we have Sean Fear, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Ghetto Ninja, Mario Cortez, Danny Lee, Chris Letty, Kev's Matrix, Toy Mafia, Sweet Angel, Garfield in the chat, Fernando, Louie, uh, your beautiful mother, and uh, Steve. Yeah. Danny Lee, uh, lots of people watching live. Uh, Danny the Man Gonzalez, bunch of sweet angels in the chat. Uh, anyway, so you have something, and and it's something that. Uh, How the hell do you think that's a Marvel Legends rocket? Something of the same size. Uh, Dean, you have something that, you know, we talked about it when I got it. Yeah. And and I think that when we do this show remotely, there's definitely some benefits, right? We got Jason Nelson too. There's definitely some benefits. Like it's more convenient. There's less driving back and forth. We save the time on that. Uh, but I think one of the the worst parts about it is if I have something that you have not yet experienced, mm-hmm. those parts of the show uh they tend to get glossed over. So that episode that I talked about you're new this week. We had a whole segment dedicated to that. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that you just either, it, it just like didn't live up to my expectations of what that segment would be. Yeah. Like I just have to take your word for it. And a lot of the times you and I don't agree on stuff. Almost. So yeah. So when you're like, Oh, this thing is so great. It's fantastic. The materials I'm, I'm kind of just like, okay, well, I mean, I, I'll take him at his word. Like I have no way of backing it up or saying no. Yeah. Um, but I finally got from Greg the Superman Toys Agent K Officer K. Blade Runner. Yeah, Officer K. Blade Runner 2049. And holy shit, dude. When you say it's the golden age of third party, this thing, I don't know. I don't know if I've been this impressed with anything lately. Uh maybe. I think the last time I was like, just like held something in my hand and was like, holy shit, was probably Anakin. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode three, Hot Toys Anakin. Um, yeah. This thing is like unbelievably good. Yeah. Um, especially, the, you know, third party, unlicensed. You think like, oh, the body will be bad. Oh, the, oh, I need to replace this and that. No, this whole thing is just that good it really is two head sculpts plenty of hands accessories a base you know i'm not going to use the base but it comes with it the box the art box that's got or the box is kind of plain but it's got art sleeve it's just like fantastic the display stand for either gun that you're not using yeah um it's just like whole this thing is stunning like potential nominee for third party figure of the year perhaps dude this is like figure of the year it, it's that good it's right? that good dude. it's that it's good dude. insane i'm so happy that you now own this figure because uh you and i are both huge fans of this film and yeah. 
Um, I just really was bummed. Like I had it on pre-order for like the full duration and you had kind of been like, Oh, I'll try to pick one up. And the thought of you not being able to own this once I had it in hand, I was like, dude, like Dean, whatever you have to do, whatever you have to spend. Yeah. Like you need to own this figure. Yeah. And I got this at, at cost. So yeah, which is really good. Cause I know that figure is going for like 250 300 because yeah. it it's they only made enough to cover their initial pre-order estimates yeah so. and it's so late that most people just like either got rid of their pre-orders yep. or bought a different figure mm-hmm. um, luckily i mean honestly i don't know why greg didn't want it he was like yeah whatever here just pay me what i paid for it and i was like okay yeah um uh, and holy shit dude this it's just like it looks just like him and you're gonna now that I have it in hand. It's like okay, that actually looks like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, because you doubted a little bit, right? You were like, ah, I don't know about the head sculpt, this and that, but I, yeah. I was like, Dean, trust me on this. Like, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, uh, you're gonna use the other head sculpt uh, for a uh, kid bash, right? I was thinking about it, but I don't know because uh, I was gonna use it for the drive figure. Uh huh. But he's got facial hair, and he doesn't have any facial hair in Drive, so... Yeah. Um, i probably just keep it in the box. But well, I, like I do the- have that SWAT driver figure for you, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't like... Or I like the bloody sculpt in, on the Agent K, or Officer K, because he's basically bloody the whole movie. Yeah. He like, gets his ass kicked every time he leaves his house. I got this for you, Dean. I need to... I think Thursday, if you're free, and if you're okay with it, I'd like to maybe drop by and... We can do a body swamp or something. Yeah, I'll see if, if you're free. to take me over because I got stuff for you too. So, oh well, I was gonna come to your house, but okay, that works. Huh. Um. Anyways, uh, is that all you got this week? Oh uh, yeah, just those two things. Really good things though. Uh, uh I yeah, that's it. I had a pretty slow week. Um, I only got this base here, and I'll take this figure off the base. Now I've seen these bases on eBay for probably about the last six months. And I, uh, let's see if I can get them to stand. I just kind of thought they were a little gimmicky and, um, it wasn't until I actually ordered it and got it in hand. Uh, but they're like these custom third party, really nice bases. This is the X-Men days of future past Magneto. And you have the Ian McKellen and the Michael Fassbender from the, the, uh, poster promotional poster of the movie. And these are not, really expensive at all and they um they're really high quality and that guy makes a base for k and i want to pick one up and he also makes a base for uh driver for the driver from drive yeah and so uh that was all i got this week uh pretty slow week there's some things that i'm looking at but uh you know just the base yeah my um kevin kevin got a an outfit uh-huh. He's King T'Challa. Dude, the Bark Panther. Yeah, yeah in honor of, of uh, Chadwick. Yeah. I don't know if you can see the necklace, but it's it's on his little outfit. Me solo cam. And he's got little ears. <laughs> it's supposed He's supposed to be able to wear it, but he's longer than the outfit is. So. Uh, what but a guy. Really cute. Dean, let's get into the news now. We did have a ton of stuff to talk about, starting with Hot Toys showing off the Empire Strikes Back Lando Calrissian. I think that this looks pretty fucking fantastic. The price is two thirty five, which I think is a steal. Releasing Q one two thousand twenty two, uh, so a little bit of a decent lead time here. 
Uh, the portrait, I think, is really good. I think the smirk is a great choice for Lando in a bubble. But I think when you look at him in a display, potentially with like Vader and Boba Fett, I don't know if the smirk really works all the time. And I, th- But that's the risk, right? Like you can give a, a character a smiling sculpt, but yeah. half the time it just won't work. Or you can give a character uh, like a screaming face and, and, you know, more than half the time it won't work. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, this portrait captures the swagger of Lando. I think this outfit looks fantastic. Uh, the accessories look really, really good. And I think the price uh, definitely could have been worse. I, I think 235 is uh, isn't too bad for what you're getting. Uh, I have, I have some thoughts. So first of all, amazing. Uh, I fucking love Lando. So this is like, I want to pick it up, but I really only collect a new hope. Um, but obviously Lando's not in a new hope. And if I'm going to get a Lando, this is like the most iconic one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do own an empire Boba Fett, so I could keep him next to Boba Fett. Um, also the nice thing about hot toys is when they're creating a figure, they go into pretty minute details. Mm-hmm. I had no idea there was a design on the inside of Lando's robe. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, every time anybody makes it, it's just like gold. So the fact that there's like an actual print in there is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know they looked at reference materials and got it probably as exact as they could. So that's yeah. a cool detail I never noticed before. But like you said... He's got a smile on his face. So really, you could only pose him with Bespin Leia? At this point. At this point. Because he doesn't see... If you have DX Luke, he never sees Luke. Ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until Return... Or at the end of the movie where he gets him in the Falcon. He ain't smirking at that point. Yeah. Uh, they're, none of Nobody is. Um, yeah. And... Standing next to Boba Fett, he wouldn't be smiling. Same thing with Vader. So it's just like a second head sculpt would have been cool. Um, but I mean, all in all, this is like a slam dunk, dude. I mean, this is such a yeah. cool figure that everyone's been waiting for forever, dude. I think since I've been collecting six scale, people are like, where's Lando? What do you think about the the addition of the windows in the backdrop that was a added on from the theatrical to the special edition. Right. They added some cutouts. Do you like that? Or do you wish they would have gone with the regular ones? Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it either because I remember when they added the windows, it was actually a good change. No shit. Like why they live in the sky. Why would they not have fucking windows everywhere? Right. Um, and it's almost one of those changes that like, until someone points it out, you're like, oh, yeah, there were no windows in the original one. That's so weird. Yeah. Obviously, because of the limitations of the technology at the time, there was they were just hallways. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's cool. Uh, it'd be super cool if they gave you the choice on the back. Like, if you could flip. Oh, it that would be that'd be fantastic. And so easy to do. <laughs> literally yeah, just I mean, gotta get you on hot toys payroll yeah dude um but yeah dude this figure is fucking such an easy pickup um and honestly i'm afraid that it's gonna be really hard to get like almost like a critic like if you miss out yeah because everybody wants him 
He's fucking, he's Lando. Fan favorite, dude. Yeah. Uh, Kev says, when did Hot Toys start branding the head sculpt necks? Not happy with branding on the back of the necks. I remember it as early as, I think it was 2018 with the smiling Han head sculpt. If I remember correctly, I, th- I remember it having a branding on the inside of the sculpt and then also Jedi Luke. But on they've the been doing that for a few years. They have like a stamp that says Hot Toys on their head sculpts. So you know oh. you're buying a Hot Toys, not a recast. Inside the head? I believe it's on the... Don't quote me on this. It's been a while. But I think it's on the inside of the joint or it's on right at the outside of the joint at the bottom. That sounds familiar too. Um, they also did show a Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary. So this is technically oh. like a repackage, but it's in a new box. So it's not really technically oh. a reissue. It's like a really weird gray area. Uh, yeah. of Boba Fett and this Boba Fett comes in at 285 releasing Q1 2021. Uh, people are bitching about the price. Uh, but if you do the inflation from um, 2018 to 2020, it comes out to 277. And if you do the inflation from 2017 to 2020, it's almost exactly like maybe a few bucks more that sideshow added on. Uh, I, I do think it's a good thing that they did make you buy they are making you buy the deluxe set as the reissue not the regular set um i think in my opinion that just like is another tax to add for collectors that missed out yeah and i think that's a good thing because at the at the same time you are paying extra for stuff that you might not need and you're being forced to pay for it but it's like you also missed out on a figure that released two years ago and this is still way cheaper than uh current ebay pricing so yeah and honestly if it really came down to it, I would never do this. But if you part have it out, arms, part it out. Mandalorian's hot, dude. People want to kid bash their own Mandos. That shit yeah. will sell fast. Um, yeah, I think I think it's smart to re-release Boba. Um, he's just. I whole. think it's interesting because he's still on wait list right now. Yeah. Uh, real quick, if you're in our Facebook group, Collective with Auxiliary, and you're doing the uh, gifts, since I got yelled at last time, with context, make sure you add the context. A lot of you guys are dropping gifts, but uh, there's no context. Yeah, so like sure fact, those- Boba Fett's a noob, and you like put a gif of someone tripping, put like, oh, Boba Fett is a noob. And something like that so about. we can goof gaff and laugh at the end of the show yeah um yeah i think it's interesting i'm not a huge fan of the reissue but i mean some people will be happy um boba fett fucking sells man uh every boba fett they've come out with has eventually gone up in price so i think it's a no-brainer uh, yeah everyone's always gonna want boba that is true now dean uh sideshow did show off their quarter scale premium format Mandalorian and the child. Uh, this one comes in at $630 releasing Q3, 2021. Uh, one thing that is interesting is the addition size is to be decided. I think it's a little cheeky when people make statues and they don't tell you how many they're making right off the back. Uh, but I will say this, my man's got a lot of swagger in the step and I'm not, I don't hate it, but I'm just not sure if Sideshow has any clue what the child looks like because none of their stuff looks like the child. It just, I don't know. What do you think about it? Um, dude, honestly, when I first saw the statue, I was like, am I about to fucking buy a statue? 
Really? And the more I look at it, the more I really don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what the fuck is wrong with his pants? Uh, like they're like super baggy and loose for some reason um the pose is like what the what is he doing it looks like he's trying to wipe his ass like that's like way like dude get a bidet like you're fucking my god you're, you're reaching um the child just not not good he looks like a bug in the the picture on the left it looks cute because one is the angle and two he's really far away but then yeah. when they got up, like, oh, look out, look at this thing. It's like, no, I don't want to. Does the <laughs> does it close? Can that be an option, please? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really liked it when I first saw it. And then the more I paid attention, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Something's off. I um, I think it's, I, I got to give them props where props are due. I, I like the way that the pram attaches to the cape. Yeah, I think that's uh that's a really cool bit of engineering. And Sideshow has has really done some cool statues, like taking advantage of capes and like making those uh weight bearing points. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh but I'm not a fan of uh I actually don't mind the the walk, the pants, like can't unsee it now. It almost looks like he's wearing like Aladdin pants. Yeah. Uh, but uh region looks funny, like the uh there's no um Kazam pants, dude. Yeah, it's such a weird look. Genie pants. Um yeah, Sean says Sideshow might want to rewatch the show to see what the child actually looks like. <laughs> um I yeah, Danny says M- Mando overall kind of looks too brand new. Shouldn't everything but the armor be weathered? Yeah, I agree. Uh definitely not not a like initially you're right, Dean. Like when I first saw the picture on the left, I was like, damn, that's a dope looking statue. But it's like one of those things, the more you look at it, the less I begin to like it. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. that leads us to uh, the Cloud Strife by Virtual Toys. The exact uh, opposite. The more coming, I look at it, the more I fucking want it. Coming in at 275, releasing Q2 2021. That 275 is the price for the deluxe, which includes the diorama stand and the cactus dude in the back. I'm sure Dean can tell you all about that. Uh, Dean, I'll let you take it away because I know nothing about this character yeah, or so, any of this stuff. And just real quick, uh, the deluxe I got for 225 from Rick Stallers. He's in our group. You could pre-order. You could get on his mailing list, and he'll email you figures that he can pre-order, and he gets club pricing. Um, so hit up Rick if you ever need pre-orders because yeah, Rick Sollers. Um, real quick, uh, team, before you get into this figure, so this cloud is this the one that we've been following like for the past two months? No, I believe that was the Super Duck. Yes, you're right. Okay. Oh no, no, that was that's a different one. That's Ace Toys, the okay. guy, the Power Rangers. They haven't showed anything, mm-hmm. but Super Duck is also making one, and then this came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone started tagging me because, you know, shout out to this group of people that we got. Shout out to Ox, dude. My goodness. They they just, if you want anything, they'll find it for you. Dude, I love Ox, dude. I love everyone in there. Y'all are a bunch of angels. Um, So, yeah, I started getting a bunch of tags, and I was like, what? What? What is this? I was like, I have to have it. Uh, Rick's getting it, so I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered the Deluxe. Um, yeah, it's got the little cactuar. He's a little, they're, uh, they're just little creatures you can run into. Uh-huh. Um, 
and they're fucking mean, but they'll run away really fast. So you almost don't have to worry about them. But it's just a nice little detail. And then he's got the flower. Eris gives him a flower at the beginning of the game. Um, his outfit looks fucking great. This is from the remake. Materia and the materia actually slots into the sword. The sword looks uh the sword could be bigger, but it looks good enough. I don't hate it. And the deluxe base looks great. It just looks like a little, you know, mechanical area. I can't uh-huh. fucking wait, dude. I think it's quarter two, 2021. Uh yep, Q2 2021. Yeah. If you guys want this, definitely head up Rick Sollers in the Ox Facebook. Yeah, page. his deluxe price was two twenty five, and then the regular one, it doesn't come with the base, was one eighty five. So not too bad. Yeah, Dean. Up next, the uh, Dark Fury, and this is by Art Toys one sixty, releasing Q four two thousand twenty. Uh, this is Riddick from the Chronicles of Riddick series. Uh, I think you were a pretty big fan of this one last time we talked about it on After Dark. Yeah, dude, this is fucking cool. There's a series? Yeah, there's, I think, like three or four movies. Oh, this, okay. I thought you meant like a, a show. And I was like, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, yeah there's the film uh, series. Yeah, the film series. Um, I, I, I want to say this is from the first one, which is Pitch Black. Um, and holy shit, that movie is amazing. Um, but yeah, dude, Riddick is a people fucking love Riddick. Riddick stuff sells too. Um, so this is super cool. Art Toys makes great figures. I have uh, the Dread. It's fantastic. So I have no doubt this is going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. Mark says, I need to get in y'all's group. We are on one income at the moment, so I've been trying to keep the distance without looking like I'm keeping my distance. Yeah, Mark. You're always welcome to join collecting weekly auxiliary. Uh, yeah, I have nothing good or bad to say about it. I think the body looks really good. I'm not like that big of a Vin Diesel fan, uh, but the body looks fantastic. The The outfit looks really good. This bone paint uh, looks really great. The daggers look good. I mean, you know, I think if you're a fan of this character uh, or Vin Diesel in general, I think, you know, I think it looks like a pretty good release in 160. I mean, it's yeah. you're not breaking the bank at 160. Yeah. Mark also shout out for that cheeky star wars reference that was good keep your distance just don't look ah, went right over me dean now this is fucking cool sw toys is uh with young rich is releasing a one six scale uh michael jordan from his one season playing baseball a terrible season by the way um well I mean, it, even any athlete going into a different sport will not do well. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah. but, but <laughs> Dean, he had a dream and he, he gave it a shot. And I think that's more than a lot of people can say about a lot of things. So, uh, yeah. but I, I have to say this, Dean, I, I really, uh, I really like this release with one exception. Uh, I think it's nice that we're getting something that isn't Marvel. That isn't DC. Uh, we get a lot of, of basketball six scale figures through Interbay uh, to release a baseball anything. I don't think I've ever seen a six scale baseball figure. So uh, the fact that this is being made, I know people will say like, you know, like I said, he wasn't that good. He didn't make the team. Uh, but I, I think this is a nice little bit of, uh, 
a nice little sprinkle of something different. Now, my yeah. only complaint is that um, he did not play for the Sox. He played for the Barons, which was a farm team for the the what? Sox. Yeah. And uh, I think that's maybe a little bit of an ex- obscure reference for them to make the Barons jersey, but uh, that's really the only complaint. Like, the hat looks really good. The The glasses look really good. The batting gloves look great. The baseball mitt looks great uh i mean i i i mean like i said it's just something that's so different that uh i have to give them some amount of props for making something like this i think it's cool for a totally different reason what's that if someone out there needs fucking parts for a baseball figure there you go um because it's like you never know if you're gonna need cleats you know what i mean for something and it's like oh that michael jordan figure had cleats and somebody parted it out you know i think that's cool just Mm -hmm. another figure with parts you can use yeah um also the other day we were talking about people making musicians uh and like you just said right now it's not marvel it's not star wars something completely new i think it's great i think more iconic figures throughout history should be made so this, mm-hmm. oh, this is a really cool release. Yeah, and I mean, you know, if they would have made another Michael Jordan playing for the Bulls, I don't think that that we would have talked about it, right? Like, I don't think anyone would have bat. No, no pun intended. <laughs> batted it. Wow, that was <laughs> Eric. Add that to the clips. I don't think anyone would have batted an eye. Yeah, if they would have made like oh another Michael Jordan, yeah. but you throw him in a baseball uniform. You make some really good accessories. Uh, like you said, I mean, if someone's making, uh, let's say, like uh, Babe Ruth or something. Maybe not Babe Ruth. That's too too old school. But if someone's making like an A-Rod and there's no 1-6 baseball cleats on the market and not a lot of 1-6 baseball bats and not a lot of 1-6 baseball gloves or batting helmets, yeah, uh, this adds a lot of tools uh, for someone that is uh, doing a custom, right? Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I think it's a really cool idea. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Um, I'm not saying it's like the greatest figure that anyone's ever released by any means, but you know, yeah. Definitely. And um, just based on young rich products, it's probably gonna be pretty fucking good. Up next, the 5K Toys uh, Goku. They're making a 2.0 of the uh, We Skier Goku. Yeah, and I think it looks awful. I was really looking forward to this, but they made, we'll, we'll take just a few seconds on this one. Yeah. They made the skin tone all pink, which doesn't make sense because it comes with a base form head. And I was so excited about this. And now I just don't even care. Yeah. They put it up against the regular Goku. Yeah. Like the Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah. Like, Oh look, it's like, I don't know. Comparison. Another Goku, but it's like, but it's not. He's pink. And not even like subtly pink. It's I mean, like, he's like he's like the color of this 5K toys banner. Like he's really pink. Yeah, it's like, why is why is it so different? It's not like it's a Kaioken version. Because it would be much more red. Yeah, the hair would be a different shade. The clothes would be a different shade. 
it's just his skin that's a different shade. So it's like, what are you going for? I think they have time to change it, and I, I hope they do. Yeah. But it just seemed odd. It was like, what exactly are you going for? Yeah. This one comes in at 60 bucks, releasing Q1 2021. So hopefully they will make some changes before the release. Uh, and last but not least for pre-orders, Dean, this is not going to for pre-order yet. But Tauntaun Reviews was sent a factory sample from Hasbro. And it's the Transformers Studio 86, which is in reference to the 1986 Transformers animated film. And it is Hot Rod, and it looks fantastic. The second this goes over pre-order, everyone tag me on Ox. I will be pre-ordering this. It looks fucking fantastic. And it's going to be probably like a $20 figure, so uh, oh, definitely uh, definitely I a thought, slam dunk. I thought it was going to be like another like $120. No, no, no. no. This is sometimes they get crazy expensive, like you tell me, and I'm like, but it does the same thing as the other version of it, and it's like not as expensive. Yep. That is true. Now let's I guess get it just depends on what line. Yeah, what level of engineering they put into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh Dean, let's talk rumors here. Now, uh it is in the rumor mill that Commander Cody and Gamora will be releasing quote soon. Uh I don't know that it's going to be as early as next week, but this uh this person that's called these rumors uh has been right about almost everything. And so definitely if you're uh if you have Gamora or Cody on pre-order. Definitely get ready for those to drop. Dude, uh, so for Cody, uh, also, it's been a while. Um, why the fuck has Gamora taken so long, man? They already finished the damn story arc. Yeah, <laughs> that was for Guardians two, and they already finished phase whatever. They, <laughs> it's like Jesus, man. Like, honestly, like I don't, I don't understand what took so long. Yeah. Uh, we got Brian Fontaine in the chat. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, Brian? Uh, but yeah, what up, B Ray? Uh, yeah, so we'll see when these come out. And Qui Gon Jin uh, did release from Phantom Menace. I think it looks pretty decent. Uh, I think the sculpt maybe looks a little bit too soft in the face, uh, but it's the typical Hot Toys uh, tailoring. It looks fantastic. The accessories look really good. The hand selection I think looks really good. And I think all we're waiting for now is a Hot Toys uh, Padawan Obi-Wan to complete the uh, display. Yeah, that's a terrible pose for Darth Maul, by the way. Yeah, it really is. Um, we got to get Manny the Man Gonzalez in there, stat. Yeah, um, I don't like Qui-Gon Jinn. I never did. I don't know. He's just His character was really boring to me. Yeah. Um, so, like, this is an easy pass, but, I mean... If you feel the need, I guess it's cool. Like you said, he really only goes with Darth Maul. They yeah. Don't, they don't make a Padme. They don't make a young Anakin. He dies, so it's not like you could put him. What? With, no, I'm just <laughs> it's not like you could put him with episode three Anakin and Obi-Wan. So, yeah. Like he only goes with Darth Maul. You could so, get that old school Anakin and uh, punch it up a little bit. It actually looks pretty decent. Oh, the Kenner one? Mm-hmm. No, the uh, yeah, yeah, it's the one that's where he's in the uh, the Boonta Eve race outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. actually looks really good when you repaint it. To be honest, um, I if if I know Hot Toys, which I do, this figure's probably fucking pretty good in terms of like the clothing, uh, the feel of it. Kevin, oh gosh, is Kevin going to town on a, a popcorn? Water. Um. 
the sculpt is a little soft, but I think overall it's probably a really good figure in hands. Yeah. And for me, I I don't like the character, so yeah. Depends. Yeah, and I'm right there with you on the wasp. Uh, I don't really care, but I think a lot of people are going to be happy to finally pair it with their Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, AKA the Smiling Man. Yeah. And, I, uh, I watched uh, PJ's review on this today. Really? What did he say about it? Um, he liked it. He was like, "If if you're a Marvel fan, I think you should get it." The outfit was really cool. It does bunch a little, but that's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, the articulation, that's about as good as it gets right here on that picture where she's got her wings on. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, those suits are so restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, but he liked it. He really he thought that the uh, the head sculpt was the best female head sculpt that Hot Toys has done. In wow. Almost, I think he said almost ever. I don't know. Um, is pretty fucking good. The likeness is spot on, dude. In hand, it, it's even got her kind of big ears. No offense to her because she's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked fucking cool. I don't know if I like the character enough. I mean, I don't even own an Ant-Man and I love Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, specifically Paul Rudd's well, The great thing about Ant-Man is you can get like the smallest, tiniest little thing and you can and, have an Ant-Man in your shelf. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a cool figure, but I I don't see myself buying paying that much for it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since I don't have an Ant Man. So if I want this, I also need to spend another three hundred dollars on an Ant Man. It's an easy pass for me. So, mm-hmm. um, it looks fantastic though. And if you have it on pre order, or you're gonna get it soon. I mean, you're gonna love it. It looks beautiful. Uh, Chris says, loving this wasp figure. Watch Jenkin Wong's review today. Mark says, since they have the bodies and robes, they should make a lot more Jedi. I agree. Dude, uh, Dean, there was quite a few imminent arrivals in the United States. These are coming from Sideshow. So in-game, um, Star-Lord, Mandalorian, Mark IV, Clear, Mark 47, and Spider-Man 2099 are all imminent arrivals. So if you have any of these on pre-order at Sideshow, expect your accounts to be hit pretty soon if you're in that first batch uh i'm pretty excited i for some reason though i how how are you feeling about mando dina like are you excited for the hot toys one to come in really i can't wait dude i think i owe like 90 bucks dude i just had this feeling like all week that i'm just like i just don't really i don't know why i just like was like i don't know i didn't really care so hopefully i'll have to rewatch some mando episodes and maybe i'll get the hype back up but um I'm sure once the new season comes out, if I'm still waiting, I'll be chomping at the bit to buy it. Uh, we got Optical 20 in the chat also. What's hey, up, Optical? I thought he was supposed to join. Yeah, I don't know. Optical, if you want to join, holla at your boy. Uh, the Demoniacal Fit Goku, uh, we also did see the final picks here. Dean, what do you think about it? Can't wait, dude. I want this figure bad. It's coming to you from Ageless Geeks now. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. They included these... Uh, clear acrylic stands and you basically just get assigned a random numbered star yeah. uh whatever you get so but yeah it looks pretty cool it comes with a second face for jiren and uh two different heads so it's this one two three four five six seven eight head plates yeah and uh, i think it's a slam dunk dean yeah. i wanted to give a shout out uh before we get into our sponsor tagged ace toys yeah. they heard about my experience with the red ranger dean and they reached out and they're sending some new pegs uh, for my Red Ranger. I thought that was real cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. 
They reach out to you or they listen <laughs> they listen to the show. I don't know, man. But they I offered to pay and they're like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, you know, like because I heard a lot of people had those problems, and I guess they had been sending them out. And uh yeah, I'm I'm just really happy because uh I might have another ranger coming in, Dean, but I don't want to spoil it just yet. I don't want to spoil it just yet. I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. You, know, you don't want to put that into the universe because here I am, Dean, right here, knocking on that wood. Yeah, dude. It's that time of the show, though, Dean. Oh, yeah. It's a Watto Scrapyard, Annie. <laughs> I hope everyone liked that. That was, was top tier, my friend. We want to thank, uh, take a second to thank our friends over at Watto Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find them on Instagram at Watto Scrapyard. That's their name on Facebook and eBay as well. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Canon Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of dozens of different characters from the Star Wars universe and other universes. If you don't see the character you like on their Instagram, you can send them a message and get it custom designed, printed, and shipped right to your door for a reasonable free fee. Sorry. Uh, look them up. Dude, I'm fucking plug Wattos all the time. <sighs> Do people just want the fucking world handed to them for nothing? Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm looking for the head sculpt that doesn't exist. I'm like, oh, fucking message Watto. He'll get it uh, designed and uh, printed and shipped to you. And they're like, yeah, but does he paint them? It's like, gee, no, he doesn't paint them. But here's somewhere else you can get it painted. Yeah, but then it's going to be like a $200 head sculpt. It's like, but it doesn't exist. No like shit. You're, you're, you're creating something from nothing. Yeah, like people are gonna put in their time and their effort into getting you what you want. Like it's just so frustrating, dude. Because all all the time, or like, um, I'm in a lot of Star Wars one twelfth groups. Yeah. Or not one twelfth. What are they? For Black like three three quarter inch. Uh, one eighteenth scale. One eighteenth scale, like for the ships. And I'm like, oh, Watto sells uh, replacement parts. They're like, oh, they color matched? No, you're going to have to do that on your own. Well, I don't want... It's like, do you want the part or not? Like, you're not going to find it. And if you are, it's going to be the same as buying a brand new fucking thing. Yep. Oh, dude, it's so frustrating. I just stopped stopped replying after that. I'm like, here you go. Here's the information. And they're like, well, I just don't... I don't even read it. I just move on. Like, whatever. Hopefully, Sean, you get some business from our plug. I know, dude, Sean, I'm always trying to plug you. Let's blow through some TV news, Dean. Uh, IO9 exclusive. The story of Thra on Netflix is over. IO9 has exclusively confirmed the streaming service. Netflix has chosen not to renew the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, meaning the series has come to an end after only one season. What a fucking bummer. Dude, dude. I was... I'm gutted. Same. I was. I didn't want to say devastated. I'm devastated. I'll say it. I'm devastated. Oh, dude, this is like, why? How? It's everyone was talking about this, dude. They well, dude. They probably make it cuties too. That's why they had to cancel. Fucking sickos. What if? (laughs) What if they couldn't make this because so many people canceled from cuties one? Dude, they might have. Dude, have you seen that? Oh man, no, I haven't, dude. They've never seen people leaving Netflix like they are. Oh, um, yeah, I'm shocked. Now, I will say this. It's a prequel show. 
No. So it's like we all know how it's going to end, but getting there is the magic. And the fact that we don't get to see that is heartbreaking. Yeah, it sucks because that show was so good. Because I remember, I think I, I want to say it was you. You were like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. And I was like, I don't know. It's kind of silly. Dude, before the end of the first episode, I was already like, Oh my god, Skeksis, the fucking like everything about the show is so good. The stories, the like the lore is so good. Uh so yeah, it's it's a tragedy seeing it ends. Yeah. Dreams are broken today, Dean. Yeah. Uh the trailer for WandaVision dropped, and uh I have to say, um was not excited before the trailer dropped, but now that I've seen the trailer, I'm a fan. I was actually pretty impressed. What do you uh, think? Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I was excited before the trailer, so the fact that I got a trailer, I was like, hell yeah. Um, it's fantastic, man. I think I'm kind of excited the way it looks, especially in the part, I don't think it's a spoiler, it's in the trailer. But he thinks that lady's dead. Or no, he's like he. So the lady thinks he's dead. Yeah, she's like, oh, I thought he's, I was dead. And he's like, why would you think that? She's like, because you're dead. So it's like, oh shit, like, what the fuck is going on in the show? Like, are they like stuck somewhere? But she's alive at the end of Endgame, so I've like I'm confused now. So it's like, is it him? Is he trapped in the Soul Stone, or I don't know. I mean, the, the stones got destroyed. So I really, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm really impressed. Yeah. Uh, Dean, our movie for this week, which was very well received uh, a lot. I mean, I, I I know people love this movie, but people really were like super excited. Uh, Django Unchained. So Django Unchained, uh, the plot is for those that haven't seen it or those that have two years before the Civil War, Django, a slave, finds himself accompanying an unorthodox German bounty hunter named Dr. King Schultz on a mission to capture the vicious, brittle brothers. Their mission successful, Schultz frees Django, and together they hunt the South's most wanted criminals. Their travels take them to the infamous, infamous plantation of shady Calvin Candy, where Django's long lost wife is still a slave. Coming in at 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Dean, what is your thought on this film? It's, a fu- it's amazing, man. This movie is really fucking good. It actually might be my favorite movie of all time. Of all time? It might be. I watched it like five times this week. It's good. It's not that good. Well, we uh, all have our own opinions, right? That's, true. Yours is that, that's actually true. Jurassic Park is still the top, but... This is a pretty fucking good movie. I think for a movie that, because um, I was watching the, because um, there was a lot of press about this movie, right? Like, did they say the N-word too much? Just, just the brutalities of slavery. Yeah. And one thing that Quentin Tarantino said in some of the interviews is like, hey, you know, this is, or I'm sorry, Jamie Foxx said like, hey, this is thousands and thousands of tragic stories that occurred from slavery. And, you know this this movie isn't isn't representing anything that wasn't known to have happened yeah, you know, yeah this is i mean it's graphic right you know horrible 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 human atrocities happened and uh this movie is just putting that on the big screen and and people want to be uncomfortable and shy away from it but uh, i mean it's nothing in this film that happened is uh 
yeah like, one of the not things ever been done have difficult watch difficulty watching is the mandingo fighting yeah and then like shortly after that the thing with the dogs yeah with d'artagnan um yeah and it's like i think it's important that people see that in terms of historical accuracy but it's also entertainment value so it's also not like huh, like i don't want to say it's fun to watch but you don't feel like you're watching a history movie you know what i mean yeah. does that make sense that i come up no, clear? not really actually <laughs> like you're watching something that's historically accurate but it's also a movie so you're having fun watching it i mean i wasn't having fun watching a but you can eaten by a dog again and again and again. That's my I, usually, I usually like don't skip those scenes, but that, those are not my favorite scenes to watch. I'm not saying they are, but I'm just saying you could watch the movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's an entertaining movie to watch, and it's educational in a way. It's not set out to be educational, but you understand, like, oh, this shit really happened. Yeah, uh, I probably would not have known that fucked up shit if I had not watched this movie. They don't really t- teach you that in school. You know what I mean? Not in your school, Dean. <laughs> especially, <laughs> yeah, especially not in your school. Uh, oh man. So I, dude, this movie. I, I still think Inglorious Bastards is dude. That's a good Tarantino's like masterpiece. The only problem I have with that movie is it's not historically accurate. Hitler's alive and they kill him. Yeah. It's like, well, that didn't happen. That's kind of silly. Uh-uh. Um, but it's a take on, you know, however he wanted to do the movie. Um, that's the only problem I have with Inglorious Bastards. But this movie is like a close second. Um, I prefer Kill Bill. <laughs> so my favorite Tarantino movie is Kill Bill. But this movie is like, it's up there, dude. Like, second or third you know what i mean uh-huh. um it's it's a really it's a fantastic movie um my sister likes the fact that the german is actually a good guy for once uh because yeah. germans are always the fucking bad guys yeah uh, and it ties into kill bill nicely well potentially Potential, yeah, Easter egg wise. Well, the thing is, all of Tarantino's films happen in the same universe. Oh, the, the, there you go. So then it's easy. Yeah. Now, uh, I just really love this movie. I mean, it, it's just a movie of of actors that steal scenes, right? Like, anytime Jamie Foxx is in a scene, he steals a scene. Anytime Christoph Waltz is in a scene, he steals a scene. Anytime Leonardo DiCaprio is in a mo- in a scene, he steals a scene. Same with Samuel Jackson and Kerry Washington. It's just just a an all star cast Dude, tackling even, a very hard to swallow subject. Yeah, a, even the the nobodies in the movie are fantastic actors. Yeah, it's like holy shit. I think again, I think it just it's Tarantino, man. He knows how to cast people. He knows how to write. I think his dialogue is second to none. Mm-hmm. You could literally have a scene where the characters are talking about nothing, but it's so well written that it doesn't feel like you're watching actors. It just feels like you're watching them talk. Yeah. Um, 
And this movie is no exception. And which is hard when you're talking about a movie that takes place, you know, a hundred some years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't, they didn't talk the same way, (laughs) you know, Uh, their uh, dialogue was very different. So the fact that he can still nail it um, is amazing. And every actor in this movie is just like on their fucking a game. And the story is amazing. Fernando it's, says, how does it tie into Kill Bill? I think you were saying that one of the gravestones in Kill Bill yeah, is, is Paula Schultz, and yeah. it could be a reference to King Schultz. Yeah, the, uh, the which is a, a little bit of a leap, but in this movie, but anyways. It's not now, a leap, it was Tarantino. You know he did that shit on purpose. Well, uh, now, Dean, NECA did make a line of toys for this film, and this was NECA 10 years ago, so I'm not going to roast these figures too hard. Uh, but be- these are actually extremely rare. Django is not a 10-year-old movie. And the re- it was in 2012. Eight years. Okay. But these fil- these figures are extremely rare, Dean, because they were canceled almost immediately after oh, they went into production. No, I don't remember these. Now, hear but- this, Dean. Hear, hear this statement from the Weinstein Company. Oh, God. me too. The Weinstein Company have announced plans to discontinue their line of Django Unchained figurines after a flood of protests object to NECA's supposed commercialization of slavery, in the words of a change.org petition, quote, makes a mockery of our ancestors' bloodshed, strife, pain, and suffering. As with all of the figures licensed from R-rated films, NECA advised its toy likenesses of Django, Broomhilda, Stephen, and other characters for ages 17 plus and likewise aimed squarely at film memorabilia collectors. Now uh, that is, um, that is the reason why you may have never seen these. Uh, each of these goes for about $300 from Hilda tends to go for about $1,200 for whatever reason. Uh, but uh, these are quite expensive. Now uh, interbay uh, also was affected by this cancellation by the Weinstein company. And they had plans for a Calvin candy and a Django. And on the right, here's a scan of a, I believe this is a magazine that was talking about these figures uh, and the accessories that they would have came with. And honestly, looking at this Django on the left, it looks really good on the right. Not the greatest. The Joker. What is that? (laughs) Not the greatest outfit I've ever seen. Um, and this goes back to Dean when we talked about this on After Dark many moons ago. Uh, we were saying these look really heavily edited. Like, look at the color of this jacket compared to this jacket. I mean, uh, these are totally uh, different edits of the same of the same figure. Um, and for a while, Dean, no one no one expected to get anything. A few years back, Max Toys released their cowboy figure, oh, yeah. and Caustic Plastic released the infamous Bounty Killer, which is the worst figure I've ever owned for a number of reasons, specifically this belt and this head right here. Everything else is pretty decent. Uh, And both of these uh, collectors really bought into, there was plenty of people that had them and were changing head sculpts and whatnot. Uh, But Dean, it was not until this year when we got the present toys, Django Unchained, which actually looks really close to the sculpt that Interbay used for theirs. I wouldn't be surprised if this sculpt and this sculpt here were factory samples that they reproduced for uh for production somebody uh, it was like fuck it dude you want the molds yeah right we can't do anything with these uh and and of course calvin candy and uh both of these have been very well received by collectors um 
And so that's uh, that's a brief history on the Django figures. And like I said, this all started from a change.org position, uh, petition. I think that's, I get their argument that they were making, but it almost seems like that would be counterproductive. How so? Because if, like, I'm trying to think of it like if, like a little kid, right? Or not a little kid, but a kid playing with Django toys would understand why the bad guys are the bad guys, right? So they would teach themselves the lessons while playing with the figures. It's like they would learn through play. These guys are bad because they have slaves, right? Does that make sense? Are you okay, Dean? When you're playing Star Wars. All that stretching that you're doing? You would. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That seems like a huge stretch. Like, I'm not. One, these are labeled for adults like the box says 17 plus so i can't imagine parents are giving these toys. The NECA ones no, no no the NECA ones were marketed to 17 plus oh really oh. yeah okay well i guess not but like i said like when you play with star wars toys as a kid you understand why they're the bad guys right from a certain point of view yes. yeah i just like to me it seems like counterproductive to take it out of people's hands to I don't know. I guess I guess I, I can't articulate it well enough because to me is it just seems like I said counterproductive to like no you can't you can't enjoy this because it's bad. But it's like well yeah it's bad. I but. will say this like the idea the argument's kind of weird like no one should profit from slavery but it's like I mean a lot of people did and they're still reaping the benefits you know of that. But a lot of people are still reaping the negatives of that. But it's also at the same point, it's like, but they're not reaping the benefits of slavery. They're reaping the benefits of making a good movie. And uh, you want to own a piece of that movie. Yes. I want a Django on my shelf. I didn't know this figure was coming out and it's like too late to get it now, I think. But you can still get this one. We saw him on six corner. Oh, that's right. Because you said they had like one of each the other day, so I figured they were already gone. Um, so it's like, why would why would you want that taken away from somebody? Because people are fucking assholes, Dean. That's what I mean. It's like, but that's that's counterproductive. Like, why would you not want Jamie Foxx's character that stands up against what you're arguing about on their shelf to be, you know? Like, oh my god, I love Jingle. Look, let, let's put it like this, Dean. The people that made this petition are not the people that watched the movie, right? You're right. So, at the end of the day, You're any argument the- we make, regardless of how sound of logic it is, is not gonna right. not gonna sway those people. But apparently it was enough pressure to get them to cancel the figure. Yeah. Uh let's get into the joy of hobbing. Uh I met up with uh, one of our listeners, uh Lewis this weekend, my wife and I. Um and uh, he dropped off a figure for us to work on. It's his Lloyd uh, from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And uh, you can huh. see there on the left, uh, the I guess the guy that made the figure kit just threw in like a generic body. Uh-huh. But you're paying like a ton of money for like the whole thing, right? Yeah. And so the head skull paint didn't match the neck paint, which is like a huge pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. And so he brought it over and Victoria painted the neck to match the head sculpt. And I think it came out pretty good. Uh, it's a quick little painting thing, but uh, 
Is this the yeah. Like on the right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a lot closer to the actual one. And then we touched up the teeth too. You can see here on the left, yeah. they were like really red. I don't know why. Um, and so we painted them like um like a like an actual tooth color. Uh, yeah, uh, Dean, I um I've been playing this game Among Us nonstop. And we went to Hobby Lobby to get some stuff for the baby to do some crafting. And I saw the polymer clay was like on sale. And so we bought a few colors to make little Among Us toys. And they're adorable. And if anyone wants to play Among Us with me tonight, I will be playing. Uh, Dean apparently couldn't work me into his schedule for streaming. (laughs) I even checked your Twitter. There was nothing on there, you asshole. (laughs) I was being sarcastic. I didn't know you'd actually. I was like, what is this? All there is is fucking ham sandwiches. Like. I was so pissed. Uh, anyways, so yeah, Among Us, if you want to play, let us know. We can uh, fit up to 10 players, and it's a fun little game for us to fuck around with after the show. The last thing I tweeted was fuck uh, uh, DoorDash. Yeah, fucking assholes. I, I tweet like every other week. Like, I don't think I forgot you. People fucking suck. Dean, <laughs> I want to have this conversation with you, okay? About DoorDash? No, uh, this guy was really upset, right? He, he bought a third-party figure from overseas, and it had a, had a little bit of damage to the box. Oh, my God. I already know where this is going. God damn it. Okay, go on. Um, I, don't, I haven't looked into this or read whatever this says, but just looking at the picture, I already know what the fuck he's going to complain about. Oh, this dude was nuclear. He said, I received my figure over the weekend, and the art box came pretty wrecked. It is very hard to open the box now when I try to take the figure out and put it back in the box. I'm not happy about it. This happening mainly because there are no cushion on the box. Let me know what you guys can do. I can send you more pictures. I can also return the figure if needed. Eventually, the guy said he paid his own money to return the figure, which means he's out probably $40 to $50, and he's only getting a refund for the price of the figure. He said he did this based purely on principle, and the vendor said, like, hey, this is always shipped for years you know we don't get many complaints and we're going to keep shipping this way uh dean do you th- do you think this is a big deal if you order a figure and the box arrives with minor to moderate damage and i will take this one step further uh with the great ape uzaru vegeta figure arts on the different groups a lot of people are going nuclear because they received a box with a tiny dent in the corner much 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 smaller than this tiny little dent in the corner and people were going fucking nuclear uh, what are your thoughts on receiving a box with a subtle amount of damage? I don't give a fuck. One, if you're an inbox collector, I don't get it. Toys are meant to be, I, I'm going to say played with, but taken out and enjoyed. I'm an adult. I don't sit at my desk and like karate chop fucking toys. You know what I mean? But I have them at my desk. I enjoy them. The boxes are cool, but I don't collect the box. I collect the figure. So I really don't give a shit about the box. If the Mm. figure okay in the box, I'm good. If the box does its job and still holds the figure when I need to move it, I'm good. This is not a big deal to me. Is it annoying? Sure. But I'm not going to fucking waste $50 shipping it halfway across the world six months at a time, you know, because sometimes it takes forever to get your shit and vice versa. Shout out Fernando. Um, oh, man. Like, it's, just, it's not worth it. It's, it's just the fucking box. 
and it's nobody's fault except the people who ship or uh, who handled the box shipping it to you, not the people who shipped it. Um, Tim sent me a rocket in a box that was too big for the box of the figure, so it was kind of loose in its shipping box. It wasn't an actual hot toy shipper that he sent it in. Mm -hmm. Um, it arrived fine. I got lucky. The people that were handling the figure didn't fuck it up. But to (laughs) blame the people who shipped it and want them to send you a new one is kind of silly. It's like, but they didn't do anything wrong. (sighs) Now, Dean, I received this Django, and it did have a little bit of box damage. And uh, I do want to, if, if anyone has a present toys Django and they don't want their box, send it to me. I'll pay you some money. Um, with that being said, um, I, I think, you know, the nature of hot toys in general yeah. uh, or sideshow, like those are shipped in a box that is the exact dimensions of the box, like from hot toys. Yeah, and people will say uh, even like figure arts, the SH figure arts event exclusives, and the reason that they're fit in a box that is exactly the same size as the box is because that box is for shipping. It's for putting in the crates to go across the ocean, and if th- they make those boxes two times bigger than the box inside, that's two times less figures that you can put in a crate, right? Yeah, so that, that it'll give more if there's more space in it. Yeah. Now, I'll take that one step further. Now that we're doing a lot of package shipping with the Joint Juice and the Patreoni packages and uh, um, decent quality packing material is expensive. You can go to the dollar store and buy a dollar worth of bubble wrap and you can go to Walmart and buy the same dimension of bubble wrap that's like $6, right? And the difference between the $1 and the $6 is the thickness of the bubble, how many bubbles that there are, and how much volume that amount of length and width will produce. And um, it is an inconveniently expensive thing. Like when we did our state of the network and we talked about posted supplies, like legit almost every month that we do a lot of package shipping, we haven't done it like in a few months, but when we were shipping out all those joint juice, I think I spent like $40 just on bubble wrap like the good quality to protect the glass product that we were sending. And if you scale that up, I mean, we're only sending, you know, maybe eight packages a month. If you scale that up to the level that a TNS or a one six kit or, uh, you know, one of these big companies is shipping, uh, the cost becomes quite significant. So, you know, I think as a standard practice, shipping a, a third party box in a box, that's maybe only slightly bigger, I don't think it's too bad. I mean, I've never had a situation like this. Usually there's a piece of paper, like a a rolled up uh, brown paper or even a little bit of bubble wrap. But, you know, generally speaking, I I think this is acceptable. I think to to die on the hill over a third party box of a box that is unlicensed, that isn't the actual name of the character. uh, And when the figure itself arrived in perfect condition is pretty fucking stupid. Uh, But that is just my opinion. Uh, Kev says, I display my art boxes. If not, a DX is important to the buyer. Double box it enough said. Um, so that's that's my take on it. 
Uh, and that's from the perspective of someone that does ship things quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're an inbox collector, um, that's on you to ask. And the big thing that bothers me, Dean, is everyone's complaining about their figure arts event exclusives coming damaged. Uh, but there was always that option with Big Bad Toy Store to pay eight or nine bucks more to get a guaranteed collector's edition box where the box is a the factory box plus the shipper box plus bubble wrap inside of a bigger box with a triple box. And that is supposed to be for like the pristine collectors, uh, but it is an extra fee. Don't expect to get a pristine box if you're just paying retail. I've purchased plenty of figures from Sideshow that come with a little bit of damage here and there. And, uh, you know, usually it's not enough to throw a fit over. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that, Dean. It was a big thread that I saw. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. Uh, I like to watch the Foosh channel. Mm-hmm. He fucking rips packages open. Um, yeah. Like he's, he says, I don't collect the box. I collect the figures. I'm the same way. Do I like a nice box? Yeah, because I like to move my stuff every so often. So I like to have all the accessories where they belong, head sculpts where they belong, uh, keep my closet organized with all the boxes. I enjoy having a nice box. That being said, it's not worth the hassle to me. If it's fucking dings, um, I I can't think of a time where I've gotten a package in the mail where it's like this is unacceptable. Um, yeah. So yeah, to me, it's a non-issue. Um, but it's whatever, man. We had a question from Sean Yahtzee wanted us to talk about. He says, how do you guys use your Sideshow rewards points? Save them up and blow them all together to get a free figure. Use little bits here and there to cover tax slash shipping. Use them as soon as you get them. And uh, Dean, what what is your method for your rewards dollars? Uh, I wait until I have enough to buy either a figure or a majority of a figure. Um, Because I've said it a lot on the, I don't like to pre-order. Um, but if I do pre-order, I'll save all my rewards on that for that. Mm-hmm. So Obi-Wan, I got for like 60 bucks. Uh, and then Cody, I'm going to end up getting pretty cheap too. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, I like to save them for a big purchase. Whether it be a full figure, I've gotten, I've also gotten a figure for free. It was a Play Arts Kai or Bring Arts uh, Cloud. He was like 60 bucks. I got him for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, I save my rewards points from the first day of the year until right at or before Christmas. And during that time, I will accure a crew the points from my Christmas order, I will get the, um, the SDCC NYCC geeks giving and, uh, spooktacular rewards dollars. And, and that's with a very minimal investment on my part. And normally by the end of the year, that equates to about a hundred to $120 of free rewards that I've accrued uh, in this case, my order from uh, a few years ago, from 2018, uh, it cost me $44 uh, 
and fifteen cents for a hundred eighty dollar Kong Deluxe figure, and then uh, my order from last Christmas, two thousand nineteen, uh, it cost me uh, one eleven, but I had a hundred dollar bonus from work, so it only cost me eleven dollars, and <laughs> that was one hundred seven dollars of rewards last year and the year before. Uh, it was one eighty minus. 45 minus whatever i only paid 40 bucks so it was like 140 dollars of rewards almost plus the gift card that i had uh so i usually spend them every christmas as a way to treat myself for the new year uh and that's what i've always done i usually uh you know i think i think dean we're pretty active with the code chats and um you know every once in a while I'll, i'll place an order for a figure in the middle of the year but um it's not often and um you know it's not like i'm spending 107 dollars of rewards from buying five hot toys i'm spending 107 dollars of rewards that i earned from just doing a little bit of work during those times so yeah yeah yeah. that is uh that's what i do and dean it is time for the people that help us do what we do yeah big shout out to ben porter griffin campbell sean fear ian cb renee mendez eric mariscal quinn aguirre leo hernandez Sweet, sweet Danny Lee, Dean Martin, Stephen Krett, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Yancey, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, and the Stanleys. Real quick, so, Mario says, when I ship legacy lightsaber hilts, I use thick bubble wrap to protect from possible damage and transit. Perhaps I'm overdoing it. I don't think you can really overdo it with like $300 lightsabers that are heavy AF and are like solid metal. Uh, so you do you Mario. I think that's a good thing. Um, Jason Nelson says sideshow never charged me for my mini Lobo and dog figures. I don't know what that is, but uh, good for you, Jason uh, Dean, our first sticker that we're ready to show off for uh, the October Patreon package is this holographic live and let dice uh, sticker. And Dean, I believe we commissioned artisan to make this for us. What was her name? Yeah. Her name's Samantha. She's super cool. She's sweet angel from Australia from down under mate. And she did a fantastic job on these little chibi fied uh, characters of ours. And uh, this is going to go out to all the tiers uh, in October. We're also working on the, uh, we're going to start the voting here in the next few days for the uh, OFAC sticker. And then you guys can decide in the Patreon chat if you want it to be the hollow OFAC or the regular, whatever you decide, we will order that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you'll get two stickers this month, uh, each tier, the $5, which stickers sent straight to your door or the $15 tier, which is stickers, the certified crispy certificate, the dark side custom sculpt painted once per year. And our, our package, if you're listening, just arrived to Ian, uh, last weekend yeah. and if you need a figure fix i'll at your boy we can get something fixed if you have a head sculpt that has some paint chipped off we can try to fix it um you know within reason uh because someone <laughs> eric asked me if i could do a whole ass custom for him for free and i was like my guy this is like for minor fixes not fully repainting no like, are those <laughs> fernando suggested it. i was like uh, very very matter of a fact by the way he's like used your patreon rights i was like my guy that's for like a paint touch up, not a whole ass fucking yeah. ham sandwich. Uh, Dean, we have a fan mail address collecting weekly 5886 Days of All at Road Suite 102, box number 292, San Antonio, Texas 78249. 
you guys want to send us anything to check out, do that, and it would be great. Um, Zhao says 90 meters of bubble bag in China costs you less than $2. Uh, 90 meters of bubble bag is 270 feet. God damn. That shit is not that price in the United States, at least at the quantity that I buy it at. If you want to join us on Facebook, check us out, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Uh, it is a great place where we have lots of fun. Scott Bradley says, um, when are you guys doing Live and Let Dice again? We're planning to do it soon. Cody's getting settled with the kids' routine. I would say by the end of this year, it should be back on maybe beginning of next year. But it is it is in the cards to be back again. And Jason Nelson also says, uh, so Dean, Jason uh, paid some Patreon dues and he paid $5 more. He wanted to give away someone a free trial of Patreon for one month in the lowest tier. So if you are um, interested, uh, we will... Uh, We'll figure out a way to give that away, Dean. We'll figure out a way to give that away next episode. And then also we have a full host of shows. Auction was pushed to October. Uh, collecting Rarities, their episode, and Creeps Arrest just went up last week, as well as Collecting Comics that went up on Sunday. Uh, this week, Small Talks should be recording, and OFAC is live Thursday. I believe it's going to be around 2.30 p.m. Uh, we did just drop a ton of Joy of Hobbying content uh, for you guys this week. And after dark, Dean, are we thinking Wednesday? Uh, yeah, whenever is good. We will do Wednesday. Uh, we have a few more things. Uh, friends of the show, Dean. So these are some people that support us and what we do, and we support them. King Zachary Venable, uh, Optical Twenty, PJ the Paradox Nerd, Six Scale Scavengers with Brian, Chris, and TC, uh, Rogue One Six with Matt Mangum and Steve. And our good friend Zhao from Third Party Reviews. So definitely check out these channels if you guys like the content we put out. Uh, these are all really fantastic content creators uh, that you can occupy your time with. Dean, it's that time for us to show. And I, don't, I still don't think people really get the whole context thing. But episode 127, GIFs, GIFs with content. Context. Uh, so Eric Ruiz was arguing with us whether Sabine was Mexican or not. And so we dropped this. I am a Mexican, uh, Mexican uh, gif. No context, though. Uh, Eric says sideshow Mando walking into someone's <laughs> collection room like and there's yeah. a big old dude strutting his stuff. Uh, Eric also says when sideshow Mando gets announced, but NYC Mando is shipping out this week. There's the Trump <laughs> with the tuck tie tuck. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stark says after first batch PS5 pre-order sellout, uh, definitely some hurt feelings there. Um, Alfred <laughs> Arvizu says people trying to get PS5. Uh, Sean Fear does the uh, tinfoil hat gif, and then Mario, of course, uh, ever trolling says no context, and there's a there's a llama there. So we'll drop another post next Tuesday. But uh, yeah, bunch of bunch of great content creators, Dean. That we partner with. How's Kevin doing? He's been chewing on that bottle all show. I took yeah. it away from him. Really... Dude, there was a point where I was like, "Yeah, I that was I, really loud." When <laughs> I turned my camera off, I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I gave I had to trick him with treats." Oh boy, but I'm excited. Look at him. Look at this hand. <sighs> the Bork Panther. Anyways, Dean, do you have any shout outs you want to give? No. Shout out to Ian, Darkside Customs in the United Kingdom. What a guy. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. What a guy. Doing a dude, bunch of good work for us. He cracks me up, dude. He just does not give a shit. Dude, their last episode was fantastic. It really was. 
I need to catch up. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining us. All 20 plus of you that were in the chat. You guys have all been great. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.